I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're gonna to be talking about helping yourself through the breakup. You know, when you're going through a breakup, it's very difficult. And oftentimes we make it more difficult for ourselves. And the reason that I'm saying that is because many of you, if not all of you, are blaming yourself and beating yourself up and you're not aware of how you're doing it because a lot of it is going on on the unconscious level. Right. Right? Yep. The thoughts that we have. And so today we're gonna to be talking about being aware of things like that. Right, Margaret? Right. And I spend half my time saying to people, don't beat yourself up. Yep. Okay, and almost everyone involved in a breakup does. Our first response is, what did I do wrong? What's wrong with me, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. All right, so we're gonna talk about ways to talk to yourself that are helpful. Okay? And this is very important because, you know, many times you guys are struggling and when your ex comes back, you're still struggling. You gotta try and work through it. That way you're in a good place when they come back. Otherwise, you may be in a bad place and do a lot of things that upset them or turn them off or, That's right. or don't they're not feeling that connection again right. when they revisit, right? Yes. So this is why it's important. Okay. Um, and we're gonna go back to uh, human history and our friend, the saber-toothed tiger. I don't know what we'd do without him. Mm -hmm. Okay. Probably like, lived relaxed. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, we all have one, I guess. Like the zoom lens of a camera, Mother Nature hardwired your survival brain for tunnel vision to target a threat, okay? Your heart races, your eyes dilate, and breathing escalates to enable you to fight or flee. And in a relationship, you really can't do either one, mm -hmm. but you get all the, all the adrenaline, okay? As your brain zeroes in, your self-talk makes life or death judgments that constrict your ability to see possibilities and solutions. In other words, if you're in a terrified state because the saber-toothed tiger is sitting right outside your cave door and you could end up as his lunch, you're not gonna think of a number of possibilities, you're gonna think of one which is either hide in the cave or run like the Dickens, Yeah. okay? Um, but once you're in a state like that, in a highly aroused state, you tend to get tunnel vision and see only one solution. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. All right. So this gentleman psychologist goes on to describe, one night I got caught in a harrowing blizzard in a remote area of the North Carolina mountains. Okay. Without snow tires or four-wheel drive. I couldn't stop or pull off the road, and my car was skidding on ice. Ooh. Clutching this, if you've never lived up north, you don't know what this is like. This is really terrifying. Clutching the steering wheel, I had to drive another 30 miles straight up steep, treacherous mountain curves. 
At first, I heard my judgment's reprimand. I hope you're satisfied, dummy. You've done it now. Right? Mm-hmm. Who of us doesn't have a voice like that? Before the harshness escalated, I was aware that my judgment had tangled up with me like a ball of yarn. I took a deep breath and moved into coaching myself with kindness. All right, what, okay. a, dif- what a difference. Coaching yourself with, with kindness. kindness. Okay, Brian, easy does it. You've got this. You're going to be just fine. Just mm. breathe. That's right, Brian. Just keep it on the road. Awesome job. I wonder if that's how his dad talked to him. I, I would guess so. Right? Right. Because yeah, I felt like a dad talking to his son or something. Absolutely. But it's very different from, I hope you're satisfied, dummy. Mm-hmm. You've done it now. Yeah. Okay? Um, and this was really a matter of life and death for this guy. This is a very frightening situation to be mm-hmm. in. Like the zoom lens of a camera, we said, you know, Mother Nature will narrow your view to survive. And as he points out a little bit later, obviously he did survive because he wrote this article. Yeah. Uh, There was a time when people who talked to themselves were considered crazy. Mm -hmm. Now, experts consider self-talk to be one of the most effective therapeutic tools available. You hear that, everybody? Yes, you need to talk to yourself. Obviously, I made it home safely because I'm here to tell the story. Mm -hmm. I believe I survived because of the way I spoke to myself. Mm -hmm. The science of self-talk has shown time and again that how we use self-talk makes a big difference. Negative survive talk can lead to anxiety and depression. Positive thrive talk can mitigate dysfunctional mental states and cultivate healthier states of mind. What I liked especially was he gives such an example that you can relate to. Yeah. Now, he calls this self-distancing. He was addressing himself as you, dummy, Mm. got yourself into this situation. Yeah. Later, he called himself by by name and said, Brian, take a deep breath. You've got this. You're going to be okay. Yep. Just like what I say to my kids. You've heard me say it for years. You're okay. Yeah. You're okay. Yeah. And they they soothe themselves. It's so quick that they can calm themselves. And you do it well. I mean, it sounds soothing when you say it. Yeah. All right. Well, because it came from a place of authenticity. Yes, it did. You know? Yeah, sure. So. Anyway, he calls switching from saying, you idiot, to saying, Brian, you're going to be okay. He calls it self-distancing. Mm-hmm. Re- research shows Silently referring to ourselves by name. Yeah, you don't want to do it publicly. Um, instead, as instead of I, gives us psychological distance from the primitive parts of our brain. Mm-hmm. We do have a lizard brain that we've brought along with us over human history. Yeah. Okay. It allows us to talk to ourselves in a way we might speak to someone else. The survive mind story isn't the only story. That's the, you've done it now, dummy. And the Thrive Mind has a chance to shed a different light on the scenario. The Thrive Mind. So you guys have to be in the Thrive Thrive Mind mind mindset. Not the Survive Mind, Uh the Thrive Mind. Thank Mm -hmm. heaven they rhyme. Or we'd never (laughs) keep it straight. The language of separation allows you to process an internal event as if it happened to someone else. 
First name self-talk shifts the focus away from your primitive brain's inherent egocentricism and shows you a better way to do it. Yeah. Studies show this practice lowers anxiety, gives us self-control, cultivates wisdom over time, mm-hmm. and puts the brakes on the negative voices of the restrictive possibilities. Okay? Yep. So what have we learned from this? That's about it, I think. That, to go back to the beginning of it, Mother Nature has us narrow our focus to survive. Yeah. What he's saying in normal life now, since chances are we're not being chased by that same tiger, he must be old by now, um, that when we can deal with our anxiety a little bit, then we can think of more possibilities and more ways to solve a problem. That's right. Okay, so not a survive mind, but a thrive mind. And if it goes really good, you'll get into a jive mind. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> or a beehive. Yeah. We don't um, want a beehive. That's going to put us in the survive mindset again. <laughs> oh, that's right. You were recently attacked by a bee. Oh, I worked that's... with an adolescent boy one time who all on his own had invented this. And he would, I would see him and talk with him about his life and how things were going. And he'd say, well, I said to myself, and he'd say his name, you got to look at it this way. Mm-hmm. And it was helpful to him. Yeah. So he had kind of stumbled into this method all by himself. I better tell them the B story. Otherwise, they're going to be the, like, what not, was that yeah, about, right. Margaret? What was that about, Margaret? Go ahead. You were so I was, <laughs> I told Margaret about this the other day. I was taking my dog for a walk in the evening. There's a uh, little pond behind my house. And because with social distancing, I got to get out of the house a little bit. So I take her for a walk. And normally I don't go in the evening. Well, apparently there might be more bugs out. And all of a sudden, as I'm walking around this pond, a bee starts coming at my face. Right. And I'm like trying to get away from it. So I start trying to swat it and it's still coming at me. Mm -hmm. So we start running at full speed to get away from this thing. And I'm swatting and it's still flying with me like and i'm still swatting at it swatting at it i get halfway around this pond and i think all right there's no way this bee kept up for this long and it's still there and it's still chasing after me i pulled this my shirt up halfway over my head i'm sure if the neighbor saw me i looked like a maniac well, you didn't want to get stung in the face yeah i didn't want to well, well i didn't want yeah. it to land on my my neck or right. my head or something right. where i couldn't see it right so I'm like i'm gonna cover and i'm swatting i'm running around like a maniac and the poor dog is probably saying why are we running <laughs> yeah, i like, like a nice <laughs> a nice leisurely walk yeah right the dog is looking at me like this is crazy i'm tired <laughs> But uh, this bee chased me like literally halfway around this pond and I couldn't believe it because I literally ran at full speed and I've never had a bug attack me like that. So in my efforts to be helpful, (laughs) I reminded him of the old philosopher Winnie the Pooh who said you never can tell about the bees. Mm -hmm. Well, I was in my survive. Yes, you were in your survive mode. That's right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that wasn't fun. No. No, so that's why, yeah, that's why we were talking about hives. We were rhyming thrive, survive, hive, and jive. Exactly. So you can imagine if, uh, you know, getting attacked by a little bee has you running like that, what a saber-toothed tiger would do. Not to mention the the killer hornets that are on their way from somewhere in South America. Have you heard about that? Only in 2020, Margaret. They're not coming to, this is 2020. (laughs) That's what I mean. Everything's happening in 2020. 2020, right. 
Okay. Well, we'll have to think about what to do about the hornets when they get here. So why don't you tell the name of the article so everybody knows? This is an article called The Five Types of Self-Talk Your Brain Likes Best, but it was too confusing to get into all five, so I stayed with the issue in the blizzard. And that was from? Uh, Dr. Brian Robinson, PhD, mm -hmm. called The Right Mindset. And I checked, he lives in the Carolina mountains, which is why he was stuck in the snowstorm that night. He was probably trying to get home. Yeah. He probably has a house with a lovely view when the sun is out. And just put, to put this out there, because I was thinking it while you were saying it. Yeah. Part of the new project discusses this, right? Yes. We're, we have some interesting yes. audio yeah. aspects of it right. that revolve around what we did in this video. So yes. some good stuff, but... Um, that anyway. will be revealed soon. Anyway, thrive in good health. Exactly. All right. And hopefully jive in good health. Yes. <laughs> and if you want to jive with us, just go to my website, askcraig.net, sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is available for Skype coaching. If you feel that I can be helpful to you, ring me up at my hive and I'll be happy to talk with you. Just click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. That's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.